When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach! Give me great food. Tacos! Give me adventure. Hiking! Give me a date night. Sunset cruise! Give me some smiles. Cheese! Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Thursday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. However, you're taking us in this morning, we appreciate it. It's all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It is Gil Alexander, and ladies and gentlemen, producer number nine, Kelly Midland Bidlin. How you doing, Kelly? Yeah, let's go, Gil. Can we just play that for two I minutes? I want to play it for two hours. I really just want to play it underneath us for two hours. It's so fantastic. Kelly referring to the uh, Edwin Diaz intro for the New York uh, Metropolitans. Wait, was that not clear? Did I not sound exactly <laughs> like it, Gil? Oh, Come I on. Mean, I was like the, it was like the soundtrack. <laughs> you, you said this off air. I'm going to repeat this. Are we supposed to know who Timmy Trumpets is? Yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah, there was yeah, like, yeah. There's like people, people I legit know tweeting yesterday, Edwin Diaz with the Timmy Trumpets uh, helping out with the intro. I'm like, you don't know who that is. Why are we tweeting his name? It's the best thing. You know how SVP does? Best thing I saw today? It's the best thing I saw yesterday. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It, it's the greatest thing in baseball right now. And somehow it keeps getting better. Like, I mean, we're, at, we're adding live musicians onto the field. How do you feel if you're the opposing team? Because it's getting like quite it's getting quite absurd, right? Oh, it's I think it's hard not to get wrapped up in it yourself a little bit. Like, wow, what a scene this is. Best thing I saw in sports, even even better than Serena. We'll get to that here in a moment. Um, today on the show, Adam Kramer, college football tonight. And boys, there's some college football this weekend as well. Adam Kramer joins us to discuss Will Hill, his college football picks, baseball. NFL. We'll do all that. Drew Dinsick return U.S. Open appearance today on the show. How about that? And I'll get to my picks here momentarily. Yesterday we split again. Just lost, I think, 20 cents of juice in the mix. Remember, we had that big plus 445 dog that didn't get home. So we were 2-1 and the rest of the day. And then uh, Numbers Game Hall of Famer Todd Wishnev at the end of the show once again. Back-to-back appearances. Second of two. We look forward to that. What could possibly go wrong there? And I believe it's uh it's teasers today, Kelly. Yeah, teaser time. Fees are Thursdays. <laughs> fees are Thursdays. Because <laughs> Matt Matt took teaser Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. We have fees are Thursdays on this show. Hope you'll enjoy it. That's coming up as well. Oh, so yesterday uh, we should recap the old uh, tennis. Yesterday again, two and two as I mentioned. Lost the plus four forty five uh, dog flyer in the morning. Two and one after that wins on Galan and on the great Ludmila Samsonova. But we lose. On Beatrice Haddad Maya, it's, which is our first future to go down, by the way, um, tip of the cap to Bianca Andrescu, who got it down. Haddad Maya had her chances, had her break opportunities, could never get one. And Bianca Andrescu uh, really f- conjured up some of that 2019 flair, that 2019 form. 
And so good on the Canadian BB Andrescu to get it done. So two and two, just a loss of actually 10 cents juice in the mix at the number we got it at, probably about 20 cents if you played all ours when we got to air yesterday. Today, three plays. Now, here has, here's how this goes, and this is why I can't wait to have Drew on. One of the things when you dive into any sport, a baseball slate, a football slate, but certainly on a tennis slate when it's men's and women's, you really don't know what you're going to get when you dive into them vis-a-vis the numbers. And so, you know, we've had four picks every day so far in the first three days. Two, two days were winners, and then yesterday the, uh, the 10 cent loss. So I go through the men's pick, the men's matches that were on today, 15 of them. Isner withdrew with a wrist injury. Not a single play. Not a single play. I'm like, wow, this is interesting. I wonder, I wonder if we'll even have plays today. And then I get to the women's side of things. There's 16 matches. Kelly, when I tell you I could have played seven underdogs, I'm not lying to you. Okay. So the, the, the thing, Where are they at then? Come on. <laughs> where are they at? Where are they at, Jamaica Queens? Um, I, here's the thing. I hope I, I hope I picked the right two of them, the two that I like the best, one of which has gone against us, one of which has gone uh, for us. Now, the one favorite we're playing is Marie Buskova. She's taking on Karolina Pliskova. Buskova's numbers are spectacular um, on hard courts here recently. Minus 125 is the play on Buskova. That's right around where it is. UA1, you can get a better price than I got here. I got plus 181. She's taking on uh, Irina Camilla Begu. And so plus 181 is what we're taking on, Yuan Yue, and you can get about plus 190. And yes, it's Y-U-E-Y-U-A-N. Now, the one that has is not as good of a price as the one I got was on Linda Fruvertova. She is a young Czech player. She is 17 years old. I was about to sing the Rick James song 17, but I decided not to. Linda Fruvertova, plus 164. You can probably get her, what was she, What are you showing, like plus 140s right now on her? I'm seeing plus 150. Okay, so that's still playable. I wouldn't let it get below plus 145-ish. She's taking on Garbina Muguruza, who's a two-time Grand Slam singles champ. Fruvertova's numbers are spectacular. So I landed us the two dogs anyway after Buskova on Yuan and Fruvertova. I'm very curious to see which dogs. I'm guessing. Maybe, maybe Drew saw it completely differently. But I'm going to guess if we're... If we're somewhat simpatico, he's going to find some dogs on the lady side as well, some underdogs. So we'll get to that a little later. But those are the picks today. The big, the biggest thing in in tennis, and let me just say this also, Kelly, because there's going to be inevitably some people who are like, "Wow, this guy really talks about tennis a lot." It's the U.S. Open. Tennis is one of the most bet sports globally. Period. Why the United States sports better doesn't gravitate towards it is a little fascinating to me, um, and a lot of it is. If you build it, they will come. Many of my Friday arguments with Vinny have to, had to do with that, where he's like, well, Gil, I know my audience, they don't play. Well, why don't you put them out there and see what happens? It's, I, so, yeah. yeah. It's all that to me. It's fascinating if to there, me. If there, were more, if there were simply more tournaments in the United States that we could watch it in easier hours to view it, there would, it would be far more popular. That's right. The country. European sports better, the global sports better beyond Europe can wake up at different hours and can process that. We don't have time for that. We got football. We got football to bet on. Um, but Serena last night, Serena Williams, the great 23-time singles Grand Slam champion, Serena Williams, not only won her first round match that she was supposed to, but she beats Annette Contivate last night. Uh, she conjured up, again, talking about conjuring up past form. She looked really good at times. Uh, she's currently ranked 413th in the world. By the way, I think it was 610 before the tournament or something like that. 
And now here's a graph. This is from Micah Adams, and I'm going to get into this from a betting perspective because this is a there's a nice little betting lesson in this. But she said, yeah, what Micah said is he said if she somehow pulls this off, lowest ranked Grand Slam champs, and uh, he mentions Kim Clijsters being a wild card in 2009, 212th on the men's side. Mark Edmondson was lowest. Ken, and of course, don't remember uh, that was 1976. Don't forget, of course, Emma Raducanu as a quali last year, winning it as the 150th ranked player in the world. And Goran Ivanisevic makes a graphic as well, but. Here's the deal. This is one of these, you know how we always say when we're betting football or basketball or baseball or any of our favorite sports, the announcers sometimes can help us as bettors. Listen, we love the Serena story. I even said on the, on the Beating the Book podcast that I did with uh, Drew on, on the U.S. Open, if Serena can somehow figure out a way to, a way to beat Annette Contivate, which she did, I think she gets through the first week. And by that, what I mean is I think she wins her third round match, right, against Isla Tamjanovic tomorrow night where Serena is now a minus-160 favorite. But I got a tweet this morning where, where uh, a, young, a young man, his, uh, his question to me via the old Twitter machine was very simply put, where he said, hey, Gil, any chance you can give an update on the women's quarters? Samsonova, Q4, wondering if there's a hedge. Thanks. Now, if you remember, Ludmila Samsonova is in Serena Williams' quarter, I gave her out as an 8-1 to one shot to win that quarter, quarter number four. I also took her to win the whole thing at a straight 80-1. to one. Ludmila Samsonova is not the best tennis player in the world, but she has the greatest hardcourt numbers on planet Earth right now. Serena, I can't wait to find out what that price will be. And if the announcers who are gushing all over the great story, and it is a great story for Serena Williams, keep on gushing it up is, I guess, the point of this. The announcers can help a betting market. Because the more they talk about this amazing Serena narrative, and it is, and I love, I, I, I'm the one who sits here and says it's the greatest American sports story of, of, our, of our lifetime, Serena and Venus both. But this is fun. This is great. Is there a chance that a match with Samsonova where Samsonova with the crowd and, and you know, everybody being pro-Serena, that could, she could lose her mind and lose her form? Sure. There's always that possibility. But should she in any way get tested by Serena, tested maybe, beaten by Serena? No, shouldn't happen. So for the gentleman here who, uh, who, who, text, who tweeted about, hey, what about our Q4 hedge on, on, on Ludmila Samsonova? This is John Harris. Thank you, John, for the, for the tweet. My thing with this, Kelly, is always it's twofold. One, it's the announcers are helping us. And the bigger thing from a betting standpoint is if you, if you immerse yourself in gambling Twitter and you're not, you haven't been gambling for a long time, there seems to be this strange little cottage industry of, I must hedge, right? yeah. without really thinking about, well, why are you doing that? I, you made the bet for a reason. Has, has anything in your conviction, maybe Serena has, maybe Serena in two matches has, has made you change your mind so much that you're like, oh, Gil, I know, I know we have a word set. By the way, Ludmila Samsonova, after being 8-1, to one, now the short shot to win that quarter. Yeah, I was just going to say updated numbers there. Samsonova plus 225. Serena still plus 250. So even all the love she's getting, she's still behind Samsonova. Shabur, 3-1. to one, And then, oh boy, Kudermetova, 4-1. to one. Veronica Kudermetova. Nailed it. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. It's a Kelly Bidlet staple, everybody. Nailed it. Anyway, so that's the point. Like, I wouldn't hedge it. That nothing has changed. In fact, we are now in a favorable situation. Yeah, I mean, I think what, what you're talking about, look, if you really think that yourself, the, pl- the, play- the player and the tournament has changed, then it, it could be worth a hedge, if right? But don't listen changed. to outside voices that are trying to tell you, so- trying to convince you of something just for better TV ratings. That's right. That's exactly right. 
in the meantime, I hope Serena gets uh, as far as Napsado. <laughs> and <laughs> I hope she exits gracefully. Um, by the way, WNBA Sky and Aces even playoff series with wins. Can I make a guest suggestion on this show, Kelly? Remember our old friend, our old friend Danielle Alvari? Yeah. Danielle, who was part of the primetime action crew for about four months, she, uh, she texted me last night. And uh, do you know what her record is in the WNBA? Do you have it's, any it's idea? It's wild. I've heard it's wild. Uh, she's 166 on the season. That's 166. 38 and 12, last 50. Talking about ATS preflop, props, everything she's betting. 16 and 6 in this postseason. Man, she's on a roll. I had a little money line parlay uh, winner last night on the two favorites. Did you? Yeah. Look at you. She's also the host of the Los Angeles CityCast, wherever podcasts are distributed. We'll get her on next week. Okay, there you go. Adam Kramer, college football next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. College football tonight. Cannot wait for this weekend, including tonight's games, and to help us along with our bets. It's our college football writer at uh, VSIN, and of course he works at Bleacher Report, one of the iconic Twitter handles of all time, at Kegs and Eggs. It's our buddy Adam Kramer. How you doing, Adam? And I am excited. Yeah, man. I know you're excited, too. This is, this is, our, this is our day, right? So, so Thursday night, 
You know, we don't have to give way for the NFL just yet. College football has its moment. There's, there's a couple of interesting games, and of course, Saturday is loaded. So I'm feeling good, man. Let me just let me just ask you some preliminary questions before we get to the games. One, and you wrote a little bit about uh, some of this in every respect at uh, Veasan.com. But one, um, <laughs> say your piece about Scott Frost real quick. I, 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 this is this is on me, right? You, you and I, we were like we liked Georgia last year. We got off to a good good start. Not so much this year. I thought Nebraska would fix some things. Mark Whipple, who Scott Frost is already fighting with his new OC, the new quarterback, and they looked so good for one drive. For about four minutes, right, every Nebraska fan is tweeting at me and friends are texting me, hey, Nebraska, Nebraska's fixed, and then it all falls apart. I, it, it, it's unbelievable that that kind of meltdown can translate over the course of two different seasons and multiple continents now, right? That's where we are with Nebraska. So it's hard to capture, and yet still I think it's going to be a decent team. The question is, are they going to be able to avoid uh, single-digit losses again? Because right now we got quite a streak going, man. And, and at this point, yeah, I think it would be a miracle, even this early, if he keeps his job. Adam, Scott Frost's buyout goes from $15 million to $7.5 million after October 1st. That's all I'm going to say. $15 million to $7.5 yep. million. Happy, happy Halloween to Mr. Frost. I mean, that, that's the problem, right? And that's, this has been a, a numbers game, so to speak, for Scott Frost, and they've tried to get the contract in their favor finally. It's not in their favor now, but I guess it's better than it's been. All right, and the only other thing before we get to the games, uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about this. Michigan, in a very sort of unorthodox move, uh, Jim Harbaugh decides, hey, I got Cade McNamara, I got J.J. McCarthy. Why don't I have one start game one and the other start game two, and then I'll make a decision after that. You're okay with this. You like it. I, I, I like both of these players quite a bit, and it's unorthodox, and we don't get this type of stuff anymore because of the transfer portal. So you normally don't have two really good quarterbacks that are just competing. But, but they've got very different games. And I actually believe Harbaugh is struggling with this because both are really, really good. So the schedule is cake early on. That's the other big thing. You've got actually some runway to figure this thing out and let it sort itself out. So normally I would say danger zone, obviously not good for either Heisman chances if you're betting on either. Um, I think McCarthy's the more talented guy. I think that ultimately he will be the guy. But still, because of their schedule, I don't think this is panic time just yet for Michigan. Okay, tonight. Uh, we got some college yes. football. We got the backyard brawl, West Virginia and Pitt. And uh, for those who are, uh, you know, landing on the, on Earth right now, a little Keaton Slovis uh, action tonight for Pitt, which is going to be very interesting to see. We uh, know him best from his USC days. He's uh, he's talking a lot. Notice that as well, Adam. You gotta gotta love that. Pitt is a, a seven and a half point favorite. What do you like here? I feel like we're just assuming Pitt's going to be very good again. I don't know if you have this vibe. They lost the Bolitnikoff Award winner, and they lost the only first-round quarterback, right? They lost some other pieces as well. And, oh, by the way, their offensive coordinator who went over to Nebraska. It feels to me that we're just assuming that Penn's going to step right in with a, a quarterback that has been pretty inconsistent. On the other side, if I'm going to make the case for West Virginia, enter JT Daniels, who is the, you know, the poster child of inconsistency. So I, I think from a, just a quarterbacking matchup, it's really intriguing I'm kind of buying into West Virginia, though, not just in this game, but in this season. Daniels has got to stay healthy, but I think the talent is there. But more so, man, I, it just feels like we're a lot of assumptions on Pitt and it's QB and that things are going to be fine. Uh, to me, that doesn't account for a lot of production that they lost last year. So in this instance, yeah, I would, I would take the points. Taking the points. Okay, here's the one I really want to ask you about, and Kelly, uh, Kelly and I were just talking about this off-air. 
So this is one of these games. It's literally the first, you know, week zero happened, but it's really the first big night of college football. And we have we have this game between Penn State and Purdue. Now, we take in a lot of information. We hear a lot of people. And it just seems, Adam, like everybody is on Purdue. Everybody. Like, oh, Purdue, you don't want to play Purdue week one. Oh, that's a bad thing for Penn State at Purdue. Um are you part of that chorus, and is it? are people going a little too overboard on it, even if you are? Yeah, I am part of the chorus, but I am interested that the line has crept up from three to three and a half, um, while everyone, including me, seems to be singing for Purdue. Now, I'm not doing it. Yes, this is the Dragon Slayer in the ultimate Dragon Slayer spot. I think, you know, situationally, Aiden O'Connell for Purdue is really good. Went to my high school, by the way. But really good. Like, threw for a ton of yards. Once he got going, I know they have to replace uh, Bell, the wideout. I think they're going to be able to do it. This is an offense that I, I think is equipped to really thrive. That, to me, more than just, hey, it's Purdue, and they're at home, is a big deal. And then the other thing, you know, this is a Penn State team that kind of went through the gauntlet last year. Started off great, had injuries at quarterback and Clifford, who I think is really good. But they have to figure things out at the offensive line. They have to figure how they're going to replace Dotson. There's a lot of question marks there. So, so kind of like with, with Pittsburgh, there's been an assumption that Penn State's just going to sort of return to form here. I just think this is a lively home field spot, which is another theme that carries across not just Thursday night and Saturday. And, yeah, I am a little uh, buyer beware now that there's so much company, but I definitely think Purdue is my play, and I think Purdue is going to win this game. All right, let's go to Saturday um, with apologies to the other games tonight. But let's go to Saturday because – and let's take these two in tandem because they're obviously similarly lined. Ohio State, 17-point favorites against Notre Dame. Georgia, 17, roughly, point favorites against Oregon. If I came to you from the future and I said, hey, Adam, one of these dogs covered either Notre Dame against Ohio State or Oregon against Georgia, which is the one that did? I, I would say it would be Oregon – and I think there would be a lot of company there as well. Now, let's start with that specific game. Georgia, so many, what, 15 players drafted. Sparkling defense that they had. And we need to talk about Stetson Bennett because in that national championship yes. first half, I, I was assuming he was going to get benched. Yeah. He wasn't playing that great throughout the stretch of the year. I don't know if he's going to be the starter when their season ends. They're, that quarterback position for them is loaded with really good young players. And I think Stetson Bennett, by the way, is fine. And obviously, second-half brilliance, like, kudos to him. He's going to get some leash there. But when you look at the talent that they lost, it's not just Jordan Davis or Nicobe Dean. It's James Cook. It's George Pickens. Look at what he's done. Now, I, I will say Georgia has maybe the greatest tight end depth chart I've ever seen, <laughs> like, truly, with Brock Bowers and <laughs> yes. Darnell Washington. But I, I, I have concerns, and I think Oregon's uh, defense, excuse me, is exceptional. I think these are two top ten defenses. I think the under for me is absolutely a play because I could see Oregon sort of stumbling on, not atypical to what we saw last year against Clemson, and this being a low-scoring, tight game. The question, of course, Oregon offensively is what what can they do? Yes, Georgia loses loses a lot of dudes, but how are the Ducks going to manufacture points? To me, under fifty-two and a half is what I like here. Okay. Um, those are obviously the uh, the blue blood, the sort of storied programs to talk about, but also some really other other intriguing games this weekend. One of which is Utah at Florida, and when last we saw Utah, they were giving Ohio State all kinds of fits in the Rose Bowl last year. What do you make of this game here? Utah minus two and a half at Florida. I have 
struggled with this game since the line was posted. I don't know about you, because everything that I see from a football standpoint tells me that Utah should go to Florida. I don't care how hot it's going to be. I don't care what time the game is and what the environment is. Even the home field is a factor, and they should win this game. Cam Rising, Daniel Thomas. Yes, this team sort of melted down in the Rose Bowl, but you could argue that you know Ohio State really went out and won that thing more than Utah lost, and Utah was dealing with injuries. The issue is over the course of the offseason, Utah became, you talk about Purdue getting steam for tonight, Utah became sort of an offseason champion with NC State, right? Those are my two offseason champions, these hype teams. I look at this spread, and I still think Utah is a better team. I know I wish this game was being played at home. Uh, if you're a Utah backer, a Utah fan, you wish the same. But I, I think Napier's done a really good job at Florida. I'm intrigued by the quarterback. I'm, I'm just, I, I, it feels too obvious. For me to say, I think Utah's going to cover it. And after deciphering all of this stuff, that's still where I land. I think Florida's got a long way to go with its roster. They're doing a really good job recruiting and things that won't show up for years. Ultimately, I still like Utah. I, I, I've thought about it a lot. I've looked at it. I think this Utah team is really built incredibly well on both sides of the ball. I think they're going to be a problem for the Gators. All right. We only have 20 seconds. We're running out of time. But let me just ask you this. Houston's at, at uh, UT San Antonio. Houston's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, we've had a lot of people here saying, "Oh, Houston's going to be next year Cincinnati." Then we had Dr. Bob saying, "Houston's yeah, not going to—is they're going to go under?" Where do you stand? You think Houston's this year Cincinnati? Real quick. I think they can be. I don't think there's going to be next year Cincinnati, but this is an intriguing spot. They ripped off twelve games, twelve what, eleven, twelve wins in a row. Yeah. I like them here, but I think it's going to be tough. This is this—I mean, one of these early season games that's going to determine so much. Coming. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Talk to you soon. Adam Kramer. Football, ladies and gentlemen. William Hill on football. Baseball. Next. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's football season, and betters know that this is when the money's made. Nobody knows football like VSEN, and now's the time to become a VSEN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VSEN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings. Plus, Best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early and for a discount at $175, you'll receive both guides and full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VSIN has to up your betting game. Go to VSIN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. See, Kelly, I look up at the screen and it says, was last night proof Serena could win the Open? This is how mainstream media can help us with our bets. Yep. Yeah, and the because uh, it ain't proof. It I, ain't proof. I mean, we talked about it with the uh, you know with the television ratings and how that can influence stuff. I mean, those were massive ratings she did in that first match. I, I mean, March. It, that, that that was biggest of the open and biggest we've seen there in a while. So I, I this is look, this is national media is going to be talking about it. it. Absolutely will influence these numbers. I was waiting for a uh, one shining moment like video montage of her more petulant moments of her career. I was waiting for that to happen. Never really materialized. Uh, they definitely, there's definitely one loaded, ready to go. <laughs> one shot. Yeah, just go with that. Uh, NFL news this morning. Broncos and Russell Wilson just reached agreement on a five-year, $245 million contract extension. How about that? That includes $165 million guaranteed, sources telling ESPN. The deal now ties Wilson to Denver for seven total years and $296 mil. Another. Wait, he's still like, what, 80 mil off of what Deshaun Watson got guaranteed, though? It's oh, crazy. Don't say that. That's awful. When you, when you put it that way, that is awful. And by the way, the other uh, sort of little NFL knickknack, the Eagles, in case you missed it yesterday, traded wide receiver Jalen Rager to the Vikings. Uh, in return, the Eagles receive a 2023 seventh rounder and a 2024 conditional fourth rounder that would downgrade to a fifth rounder in certain statistical 
if certain statistical marks are not met. Keep in mind, Jalen Rager was a 21st pick in the 2020 draft. He was largely considered a overdraft at that point. Like, wow, Rager's going 21st. You remember who the 22nd pick was? Who? Justin Jefferson. Oh, man. So not only do the Eagles... Did they miss on Justin Jefferson going with Rager? Now the Vikings end up with both of them. I think it's a great gamble for Minnesota because it's yeah. uh, you're getting them on the cheap, obviously, and they, they utilize those two wide receivers so much that if you can get a third guy in the mix, anyone, anywhere, I, I think it's going to help big time. You know what Jalen Rager is? He's a new man on the Minnesota. Sorry. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, his name is Will Hill. He's the host of the New York City cast, and we are pleased to have him here with us. How you doing, Will? The only reason you brought up the Jalen Rager news is so you could get your little Minnesota Vikings line in, which I appreciate it. It's not it true. was catchy. It was amusing. It's not true. It, I mean, it's in the rundown. Kelly Bidlin gives me a rundown. I've never seen a rundown in my life before. It's fantastic. Osborne's uh, actually a pretty good third receiver for the Vikings. I, I like Osborne a little, uh, quite a bit. Just to be clear, the new man on the Minnesota Vikings part was not in the rundown. I did add that, but it was there. Will, let me ask you a question. Before we get to your football plays, college and pro, the New York Mets, we opened the show today with about, what was it, seven, eight minutes on Edwin Diaz's uh, opening uh, trumpet? Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, seven or eight minutes, yeah. So last night, Jacob deGrom comes in with a cape, and this was like the ultimate send the message, like, I'm here and I'm awesome. He wins a pitching duel, he's as great as ever, and I just saw you do the New York City cast, does a game like that, you don't want to read too much into one game, but does a performance like that from DeGrom, who went seven strong in a two-to-one Mets win over the 90-win Dodgers, does a game like that just make you think, oh, yeah, we're doing this in the postseason? I thought it all year with the Mets, really dating back to Thanksgiving weekend. I think we were on shortly after together, and I was like, this Mets team is a kind of a new day where they get Scherzer, they get Canna, Marte, Escobar. This is a team that for years now has been cheap. They shop at the discount aisle. They kind of went all in, and there's just been a new feel with the new owner, with Buck, with Scherzer. It's just sort of a new culture, and they've answered every test. I mean, they played the Dodgers four times in L.A., and they split the four games without Scherzer and DeGrom throwing a pitch, and uh, I think it's 21 runs to 20 runs, three games apiece in the six, six games. I just hope we see this again in the playoffs. It'd be so good for baseball, East Coast versus West Coast, everything with, with the Dodgers in terms of their New York history, the great pitching of the Mets versus the great lineup of the Dodgers. Uh, it would be a lot of fun, and I, I'm curious what you think. DeGrom's starting to creep up to best pitcher I've ever seen. I always oh, considered this, Pedro Martinez I in his prime just because everybody was juiced up and it was everything was slanted towards the offense, and Pedro would still dominate and just be you know, basically like a video game. DeGrom is reaching that territory. I know he's missed a lot of time, so that hurts him. But, man, when he's on the mound, it's just it's ridiculous. Those are the two guys. I think you and I have had this conversation before. Those are the two guys I, I lean towards. Pedro at, his, at Pedro's, the height of his power, at the height of Pedro's power, and then Jacob DeGrom. I think that's the list. Jacob DeGrom just can't stay in the, on the field, right? That's the, that's the issue with him. So hopefully he doesn't run into any of that. So baseball plays today, moving forward, that is. Baseball plays today, what do you got? What did you play? Played under seven and a half in Mets Dodgers. Kershaw comes off the IL. Not sure how many innings you're going to get out of him, but his numbers are really good. Under a one in terms of the whip. Bassett is in the top three or four of the league in, t in terms of uh, soft contact. So he really keeps the ball off the fat part of the bat. So I played the under there. A weird four o'clock in the afternoon Eastern start for the Mets and the Dodgers. So maybe you deal with some shadow. So I yeah. did play the under there. Uh, under four, the first five in A's Nationals as Waldachuk, a guy the Yankees trade. I know he's got a big-time arm going against Espino. I will bet it, but I won't watch it. So under four in the first five A's Nats. 
And then I played Mariners first five money line with uh, with Gilbert going against the Tigers. Wow, you're all over the place. Like it, a little all September over. September baseball betting. All right, college football. Okay, you on Purdue too? I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, I'm on Purdue. I, I always look in a fade uh, Penn State. I don't like the coach. I don't like the quarterback. This on the road is a tough spot. To me, Purdue's been great as a dog. I, I didn't know this was a thing where everyone was on him, but uh, I guess I'm joining the party. Give me Purdue. Kelly, give me your reaction to the uh, Purdue chorus. you have anything to say about this? It's just, it's just becoming a lot. It's becoming a lot. I don't know. It's one of those, you know, it's, it might be a bet tonight, Gil. It just might be a bet tonight. The other way? I don't, I don't know. One way or the other. Kelly's like, there's too many people on Purdue. You know how that goes. Uh, but right. I look at, and I don't look yeah. at this a lot, but I looked at the splits in terms of the money line, the uh, the action. A lot of people were on Penn State from what I saw. And again, this was early afternoon yesterday, so uh, maybe I'm not in tune with everything, but I, I didn't know I was uh, with the masses here. That's not going to really change my mind. I still like Purdue. All right, so Purdue plus three and a half. You have the three-pack of uh, Major League Baseball picks. Anything else college football, by the way, this weekend that you're looking at? I'll play Oregon. I think that's a big number. Again, I don't trust the Georgia quarterback. I could see Georgia being conservative, figuring, hey, if we get to 24, 28 points, we can win this game. I don't know if Georgia's going to go for style points. still think Oregon's pretty good on both sides of the ball up front. So I'll uh, I'll play Oregon plus the points. Maybe I'll sprinkle a little money line in there just because oh. I feel like week zero, week one, we, we you know we're going to have it. We have it every year where a three-touchdown, four-touchdown underdog wins outright. It's sort of uh, a thing where it happens every every year because we really don't know these teams as much as we think we know. We really don't know in week one, especially in college. So maybe I'll take a little sprinkle here, Oregon money line. Are you a Bo Nix guy, though, ultimately? No, I'm not. I'm not. It seems like he's been in college forever, too. Some of these quarterbacks, some of these kids in college, it seems like it's like the Rodney Dangerfield thing. They're, they're in college forever where uh, I think it was UCLA I was – looking at yet the other day dtr that quarterback he's been there since uh a cade mcdowell in the 90s he's been there forever it's amazing yeah bo nicks bo nicks has been in college so long we remember him in an open a big hype opener when he was playing against oregon remember with auburn that was a bad beat i remember i was on the wrong side of a bad beat where all it needed was a field goal to win i would still cover and and they got a touchdown with like 30 seconds left i forget the details of it wasn't it like 16 13 or something like that i might be wrong about that but it felt like it was like a really truly low scoring game not a classic as we call it not a classic um okay professional football will as as everybody knows who listens to a numbers game will is great for coming on in like july and saying i've got a great week 10 pick in the national football league uh have you added anything okay so week 1 now almost upon us did you enter any contests? Well, I assume you did when you were here. Uh, I know you didn't come in flying to do a numbers game. I assume you entered all the contests. What did you end up doing? Survivor and millions? Uh, I did just the millions, and I'm in some some local uh, uh, survivors. So I, I got my little taste of survivors. I'll make my donations there. As far as week one bets, I did add the over Bills Rams. I think as long as Stafford's thumb or or, or elbow, whatever it is, is good to go. I think you have to take the field against the Bills with the mentality, hey, we need to score in the 30s to win this. This is going to be two high-profile offenses. I could see the over taking some money. You get McVay some time to prepare uh, against this Bills defense. I don't think – I think the one weakness for the Bills, they are not great on defense. If you go back and look at who they played last year, it's a lot of bad quarterbacks, bad weather. So that sort of hides or skews their defensive stats. So – I could see some points in this game. I could see a 31-28 sort of game. So I do like the over here in the Bills and the Rams. Over Thursday night, Bills, Rams, the opener week for the away. National Football League. A week away, man. Oh, so great. All right, and then Sunday, what's your favorite play Sunday now? Week one. 
favorite oh, place Monday. Sunday. I mean, I took the Giants plus the points just because I'm looking to fade Tennessee. I think Henry's getting older. Henry's had a lot of touches. I think they were a little bit fake in terms of the stats last year. They were a mediocre team. That but I can tell in your voice, one right? I can tell in your yeah. voice you hate this pick, right? Like ah. you are, you just can't stand yourself that you took the Giants and the points. Is that correct? My fingers print, you know, press submit. I, my brain, it was, it was a conflict between what my fingers did and what my brain wanted to. I did take the Giants, though. <laughs> I want a live shot of Will, like get to three drives into that game. Like I cannot believe I bought into this. Uh, a lot of handicappers, a lot of great handicappers we know, love the Giants this year. There's been some backtracking, but we'll see. We'll see how they do. Who's having? A, who's going to have a better year, Giants or Jets, Mister New York City Cast? Real quick. Giants, just easier schedule, easier division. We didn't even okay. talk about the Yankees collapse. Now only up five in the loss column. Worst record in a month since 1991. Wow. Any month for the Yankees. We'll talk about we we'll talk about them every time. We'll talk about them next time, Will. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And by the way, v- okay, I gotta go. See ya. William Hilliam, everybody. <laughs> Coming back with Jude Dinsick on tennis next. This is Colin Coward from the herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Always appreciate that. And don't forget, right now, attention uh, BetMGM customers, that is, have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through the BetMGM Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account, click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message, inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager's settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Pardon me. Skill Alexander. 
Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine here as well. So much more than a producer. Hey, I try, man. So much more. Yeah, are you talking about my musical talents? I'm going to be kicked off this show. You'll make it to the end of the week. I promise you that. Don't worry about it. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the host of both the Bet the Edge podcast from NBC Sports and the Deep Dive with Andy Molitor. And man, is this our time of the year. Tennis and football. It's Drew Densick. How you doing, Drew? I'm great, Gil. It's uh, been an, an, an entertaining U.S. Open so far, profitable uh, to this point. Uh, and, you know, I'm really loving the way this draw shapes up for some uh, pretty outstanding matchups in uh, the rest of this week and then week two. Oh, man. What's, what, what's coming is going to be unbelievable. By the way, I got a question. I'm curious your guess. A Samsonova Serena fourth round match line would be what? Do my line would be about minus 800 Samsonova. Yes. Um, but, but I think, I think yeah. the market's going to give us a crack at like maybe minus 250 minus 300. That's what I'm probably. thinking. Yeah. That's what I said yeah. at the top of the show. I was like, so people were like, oh, should I hedge on Samsonova? I was like, no, we're in a great position. <laughs> Don't hedge. Stop. Yeah. No, this is where yes. announcers help us. This is where the hype helps us. A yeah. great I example. have a friend in the business who is like, uh, should I be worried about, um, you know, Serena and potential matchup with Coco Goff in a semifinal up against Thursday night football. Uh, Cause that's like how it would work out. And I laughed and I said, she's, she's, she's not, getting, she's not getting there. No, she's, she's no round round four. I, I think she's live against Tom Leonovich. I don't rate Tom Leonovich especially well. I agree. Um, but uh, Samsonova Ludmilla, if you don't already know, yeah, that's right. uh, is an, she's, she's a truck. She is the best. Like I said, she's not the greatest women's tennis player in the world, but currently on planet earth. She is the yeah. best hard court player on planet Earth by the numbers. Yeah. Uh, as far as today, it's, yeah, go reminds ahead. me of reminds me of Jabor on grass. Yes, like the market just doesn't respect the fact that this is her. These are her conditions. Jabor on the tennis surface of grass is what he means, Kelly. Just if you're scoring yeah. at home. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the deal. Do people still use that word? I don't think they do. Um, so today, this was my experience looking over the handicap last night. And I'm curious if you had the same experience. I go to the men's side, and I'm literally like, I don't think I have a bet. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I went to the women's side, and there's literally, and I'm getting a bunch of tweets because people want to know my other leans, but I was like, there might be up to seven dogs I could play here. I ended up on two. So, again, it comes down to, did I pick the right ones in the end, the ones that I thought were yeah. the best? What did you end up with, and was that a similar to your experience last night? Uh, yes, exactly the same. Uh, I took one shot on the men's side on Brower against Musetti just because Musetti played – uh, what, it was like a five-hour match, but it felt like a 55-hour match against David Goffin yeah, yes. in round one. Uh, and so him no-showing might be, you know, it's, it's in the cards. Brower, I don't think, is an especially great player, but uh, he spent a lot less time on court in a lot, you know, more favorable conditions. So I think Musetti is uh, ripe for an upset. Otherwise, men's side looks like chalk. Yes. Women's side, uh, I sprayed the ducks. There is, you said, you said seven had value I, for you? I said you? there was, there was, I ended up betting two and there were five other that I had liens on. Yeah. I think I should value on nine dogs. I ended up wow. playing five. Okay. Who'd you play? Uh, this is awesome. My favorite is Kostiuk. Oh, I think that was she one of my takes leans. down Vika. She was one of my liens. Uh, Niemeyer takes down Pooch. She was another one of my liens. Uh, Siniakova takes out Cornet. That was not. Um, you're not? Okay, so I think this is it for Cornet, frankly. Uh, the too many double faults in that match against Raducanu. Raducanu was not, yeah. you know, she was not rated properly coming into this uh, tournament. And I think Cornet uh, game matches up poorly against Siniakova. Um, 
Linda Fruit uh, <laughs> Vertova. She uh, she was one of my plays. She was one of so my plays. She's, yeah, you know, she's coming up out of the Moritoglu category, you know, ca- academy, and um, you know, she is the future of you know you know future factor in a lot of uh, you know women's tennis. But uh, you know, very very interesting test against Muguruza, who is obviously you know two time Slam winner and is playing with a little more confidence uh, than she has been for the rest of 2022. So interesting matchup. I just think the price is right at plus 150 ish. Um, Buzkova. Uh, was not a dog, but is you know I, I show value for her. B- Buskova was my other play. Yeah. So Fruvertova and Buskova yeah. were two of my three. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and that that's it for me. How funny that we ended up on the same favorite Buskova as well. So, <laughs> so my my yeah. other play was I on. I looked hard at Kanepi. Yeah. And Kanepi was another lean. Yeah. Uh, the other play that I had, I'm curious where you fell on this. I played Yue Yuan at a oh, okay. big dog price against Begu. You didn't. You didn't like that one. No, no, no. I, that that that's uh, one I had value, but I didn't fire it on. Uh, th- so a lot of my angles today. Uh, let's see, Poot, fading Poots, fading. Uh, I think Zhang is solid against Potapova. Although I, I have too. enough Zhang, I have enough Zhang in pocket. I don't need to add more at a, <laughs> at a, at a, at a minus. Price. I am a pot um, committed, as they say. Yeah, yes. Be- Begu. Fall, a lot of these women elected to play doubles and spent two and a half hours in the heat on mm-hmm. you know in the middle of the day on the court yesterday, and I think that could affect a lot of them. I think they're all kind of I have red flags on a lot of them, and I think that's maybe influencing some of my value here for the on the women's side. Um, but uh, yeah, Begu fall, fell into that category. Um, so you know, I, I don't know enough about Yuan to. Pull to, I didn't know enough about her to pull the trigger there. I just haven't seen her play enough. Yeah, the numbers are spectacular. It's just a question of competition, right? That's what you question always. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so your favorite then, as just a recap, you're on, again, your top picks are? Yeah, so I played Kostiuk at plus 150. Mm-hmm. If you can get that better than plus 135, that's a bet. Um, Niemeyer uh, over Putin-Seva. Uh, if you can get, I got plus 130. If you can find better than plus 115, that's a bet. Uh, and then Siniakova, I played, uh, what did I play? Siniakova, it was a big number, uh, plus 175-ish. I think that's my, that's good, in my opinion, to about plus 150. Um, and then uh, Linda Frutova is a dart, but uh, I, I'm supporting supporting her, uh, her candidacy for uh, breakout player of this tournament. Yeah, it was more than a dart for me. I played it. <laughs> uh, I'm curious. I'm curious if you, because because you, your Kostyuk and Niemeyer were two of my other five dogs that I was referring yeah. to, even though I had leans on them, I didn't play them. Did you consider at all? Let me give you a couple others. Did you consider Christina Buxa at all against Danielle freaking Collins? No, I think Collins is in better form than I realized. Yeah, I had uh, Collins against Osaka, so I I would not have. Uh, it was it, you know the numbers probably a little off, but I didn't play it. There's no way I'm going against freaking Collins. No, no, yeah, I don't think you can. And and uh, you know, for what it's worth, she's one that d- d- tends to Im- kind of get the best of the crowd. Uh, and you know, to the degree that this crowd is really feeling this tournament, <laughs> because yeah. you know, probably because of the Serena uh, vibes. I think uh, uh, Danielle freaking Collins getting the crowd behind her, even if she finds trouble in that match, seems likely. And the only other one that I considered but didn't was Petra Martic. A little bit of value against Pedosa, yeah. but I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I saw that too. I didn't. Yeah. I, I have I have her fair in the in the plus one thirty five range, and uh, I saw one forty five, but I didn't pull the trigger. Okay, man, 
I mean, this is just, all, and, you and, I, and you and I had this talk. I, I started the show with this. It's yeah. like, globally, I get it. There's a lot of people who are going to be like, well, I talk about tennis so much. Well, first of all, it's a slam. <laughs> first of all, we're, we're trying to make money. Um, and, uh, yeah. and but globally, this is besides, you know, soccer, besides football, this is the most yeah. bet upon global sport. It just is. Oh, yeah. And so the, oh, yeah. the United States sports fan and better just hasn't warmed to it quite yet, but we're doing our part, Drew. And let me just tell you that the podcast you and I have done on tennis have gotten remarkable numbers. So maybe we're nice. making a little dent. Maybe we're making a little I love dent. It. I love it. But yeah, worldwide global market for tennis is is growing. Uh, if you if you have a knack for in play betting, yes. uh, talk about swings. I mean, you think you think you think basketball's game runs? You think you you know team scoring a couple of times in a row in football is possible? Uh, or you know a big inning in baseball? Uh, you haven't seen anything yeah. in, like you have in the swings in tennis. So true, Drew. Thank you so much, man. Always of appreciate course. it. Of course. Best of luck today. You too. Enjoy. At whale underscore capper for Drew Didzik, uh, our buddy again at Bet the Edge podcast from NBC Sports, and of course the deep dive. Drew uh, Dinsick Classic, as we like to call it, with his buddy Andy Molitor. Uh, once again, this hour, be careful. Going back to some of the things we said this hour, be careful with hedging. Uh, it's our pro tip of the day. If nothing has really changed from your initial handicap, hold off. If your perception of the player and team has changed, or team has changed, then hedge. That's the thing. And when announcers, like in the case of Serena, really hype up a narrative that isn't based in actual data or actual true tennis knowledge, don't let it sway you. That was our pro tip of the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show. So that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Coming back on a numbers game at VEASAN, the sports betting network with the NFL. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.